This episode of No Outs Podcast is dedicated to Hearn Andre Lacoste, a.k.a. Big Hearn. You're missed dearly, my brother. Rest in paradise. Welcome to another episode of No Ops Podcast. Your podcast where opposition may be the topic, but the resolution is the focus. I am your host, Naisha D, and alongside of me is my guy, Elijah James Jr., How about we talk about, um, I guess to start this off, it's been a minute. The last time we seen one another was what, February? Yeah, it seems about right. right. Yeah, was right. the last time we were in the studio? Yeah. Recording um, and preparing for our um, panel discussion at Rutgers, New Brunswick. Yep. And it was hella exciting. You know, like, all right, cool. You know, we got people saying... They're coming from all walks of life, all different uh, neighborhoods to come see us speak on what we always talk about, you know, bridging the gap between community and law enforcement. And then we got hit with the pandemic. Super COVID. <laughs> Yo. Initially, it was like, oh, okay, this is unfortunate. You know, this should be over pretty soon and then let's just reschedule like all right if we can't do it this time let's just reschedule and then just keep it going yeah it really and looked like email. it wasn't going to be that much of a of a pause in what we we're doing it looked like it was just going to be a little break but maybe right. reschedule about a week or so and then um move forward right and then the email came and it was like you know sorry for the inconvenience unfortunately um you know we won't be able to proceed with the event on New Brunswick's campus due to COVID-19. And all of the students um, that would support you won't be there either because we can't stay on campus anymore. So we got to go home and go to, and, and, and do virtual classes. Right. So I think for me, that's when it was like, oh, oh this shit, is real. okay. Right. Right, like, Okay, so they, they're stopping school, like, completely, so no one's going to be on campus. All right, well, maybe it's time for me to go back to L.A. and just sit this out and see when we'll, uh, you know, we, we can proceed again. But, but even, even with all that, I didn't even think it would still be ongoing the way it's t- currently going now. I, di- I didn't think it would still be that much of a break or that much of a shutdown of the nation. Right. What did you think? Like, what did you think was going to happen, or well, how it was going to play out? Yeah, I, I think I had too much faith in, in um, in the government. I guess I, I, I thought, you know, America, we probably would wouldn't be affected in the way we've been affected. I mean, it's it's mm-hmm. crazy. I've, uh, it's crazy. I, I never thought I would see anything like this. Yeah, man. It it was um, okay. So. So much well the cancel event and then it was all right well just stay away from the airport and then when it started getting to the point of um you know like i would drive down the street or drive on a highway and then i would see signs you know how the, the signs are where it says like buckle up yeah like i would see signs and they'll say um do not be do not gather around more than three people and go back home and if you're driving somewhere, go back to safety. And I'm like, what in the world is going, is going on? on? Yeah. Um, 
everything everything here with me at work kind of changed like in a blink like it just went from it went from you know something that china was dealing with to something that okay a few people were dealing with to now people you've known for 20 years and shook hands right. with and hug when you saw you didn't you didn't know if they felt uncomfortable touching you or if right. you were uncomfortable with um touching them and and that changed um a lot of the dynamic in in the way we at work dealt with each other it's it it was that's when I knew it was real. Like the person you've known for 20 years, you're now like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to shake your hand. Mm. That's, that's, that's crazy because here, like with me, um, when it first came, well, not when it first came out, but as, you know, I came to terms with staying home and I, I knew that we would have to be inside the house. You know, you would see all of these different things posted on social media or um, these news articles. And they'll say things like, um, you know, due to the melanin, it's impossible to contract this COVID-19, you know, like, oh, okay, black people not getting it. Like, we're fine. And, you know, they, this is just a, an Asian thing. But then when, like, the athletes started coming out, like, you know, I've been diagnosed with this. I'm like, oh, shit. So it was, like, really coming to our community. Like, we're not invincible. Like, this is real. It right. just, it kind of, like, shut me down. Yeah, it was um it's been it's been scary. Um I lost I lost a, a very, very close friend um to the COVID uh which which was devastating to me because uh this guy is a super super great guy. But um yeah, I just the way the world changed overnight and and I know it wasn't overnight, I know it was over the course of a few months, but for it to be the same for the 40 plus years I've been living and then now all of a sudden for it to be totally different. Like just today I'm in Walmart right. and everybody's gloved up and masked up and it's just, it's yeah. just different. Yeah. I think that um, for me, that's when like I became in a depressive state. Like I know you touched on losing a really close friend and I had so much faith Um like you said, with America, like, all right, this is not going to last. So this is not going, this is not going to be super extended. And although, you know, these athletes started coming out, I wanted to tell myself, this is not real. Like I wanted to keep saying that over and over again, because it was starting to reach home. And there were so many people, like I can count on two hands that I grew up with, or I knew I was really close to that is no longer here. Like, I could have just been on the phone with one person and then, you know, so, you know, they say they're sick and then they're gone. And once that started happening, I'm like, I don't want to talk. Start, I don't start know. Going, if, start going into a shell, right? Right. Right. Super reclusive. Like, man, I don't even know if I should continue to be close to anyone because they may go or I may go. And it's like, I, I'm just, I'm just going to be quiet and I'm just going to go into the show, like you said, and I'm not going to say much of anything. I don't even want any more attachments because, you know, I was just attached to so many different people and now they're no longer here. It was, it was becoming dark for me, honestly. And then after not being able to go outside, I have to be gloved up and masked up. We, we're in another pandemic for me. Like it's just, it's so much, it's heavy right now, I guess the best way to describe it is 
really feel happy. Yeah, I, I agree with you totally. Um, so, so many things have changed, man. So many things have changed so, so quickly. Um, right. Because, I, I mean, with, with, with any time given, you can adapt in, I mean, we are adapting and overcoming and moving forward. But it was just like, it was, it was so many things. And, and then the, the worst part about it is for those who have lost people and, and, and even those who didn't lose anyone, anyone, but a person got sick that was close to them. And, and if they had to go mm-hmm. to a hospital, it, that was it. Like once, once they checked in, you didn't know you, you weren't able to contact them. You weren't able to speak to them. Right. And that right. just made it seem, I don't know. It just, that just made it seem so surreal. Like it was just, it was like a movie. Like it's scary. Like you, right. you talk to somebody and then like, Oh yeah, I'm not feeling well. I think I'm gonna go to the hospital. And then there's, there's no more contact. You, you can't go see him. You can't check on him. And then, right. then you start to think like if you know people who work in the medical field and, and they tell you these horror stories about how, you know, people without families are treated because there's no like mm-hmm. checks and balances. Well, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. did, you worked in the medical field, you know how it goes. So, so that's scary. Right. So now you're thinking somebody's being mistreated because you're not able to check on them daily or they don't, or those who are caring for them don't have the fear or the worry that someone is here caring for this person. So they're going to notice that this person wasn't bathed today or this person wasn't fed at the time they were supposed to be fed. So like, it was just like you went in the hospital and you were on your own. Right. And to add on to that, you know, it is one thing not even being able to speak to the person that was admitted in the hospital or, you know, to say your last goodbyes or even to check on check on them. Then what happens after that? You know, what happens after the transition period when you want to mourn and you want to see them for the last time? You, you weren't even allowed to do that. Right. You know, like... Yeah. Like no I, I no, no services, no, no... No, no nothing. nothing. I mean, and even, even... Like, I went to a service during this and I, I had to stand so far away from from the casket the closed casket it, it, it was just it wasn't a good, it wasn't a good feeling it was like right. i mean my my situation was a little different because i did get a moment to speak um before before it went totally bad i got a moment to speak to him and 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 tell him how i feel you know we said whatever we felt that we should have said in that moment so that that gave right. me some relief but still it's just like you're waiting for this closure that that's never going to come. Right. That was good. Yeah, really. Because before, you know, we had every opportunity to process it in a way in which we felt like was the best when it comes to closure. Like, okay, I'll be at the hospital. I'll be by your bedside. All right. I'll, (laughs) I'll make sure that, you know, you're closed the best way possible when it's time for you to go. There there was nothing. And, you know, you felt stripped. Like that was, that was taken away from me. Um, everything that I knew how to do when it comes to mourning and processing loss, it was no longer there. So now what the hell do we do? Like, how do we process? What, you know, what, what are the habits or what, what is the guide? There was no guide. Like, we just lost. Yeah. Like every, everything you it. learned, everything you were taught, everything, everything you knew up to this point was no longer valid. No longer, right? 
Like right. it, it was, it was like a whole new playbook. Like you had to invent this shit as, as, as you moved along. Right. And that was kind of scary. You know, I, I say that I welcome change, but this change right here, you know, this, this was, this was different for me. And not only just for me, you know, the whole household, the children, um, you know, they're starting to fear going outside or, you know, they're not able to interact with their friends. And, you know, it just was a really um, trying time. And I'm happy that um, it's been consistent enough where I can figure out the pattern so I can work against it so it doesn't bother me as much. But now, you know, there's something new that's become heavy again. And that is you know, the killing of George Floyd. Yeah. That's when I thought I was, (laughs) when you thought what? I was saying this when I thought that I was gaining control back, you know, over my life with COVID-19, then the killing happened. And now I'm like, okay, shit. That's when I got comfortable with going outside in a way that, it was told to me to go outside. Now I don't even want to go outside, period. Because now I feel like my life is in danger on both ways. Whether it's me breathing or whether it's me not being able to breathe. Like, Yeah, I got you. It sucks. I got you. Oh, well, on the, on the other end of that, um, unfortunately, I, I wasn't given the opportunity to just um, stay inside. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I still, still have to go to work. Still have um, responsibilities outside at work. So I didn't get a chance to to process it the way I would have thought. So let me let me go back to how I how I found out about uh, Mr. Floyd and, and and that whole thing. A friend of mine okay. sent sent out the video in a um, in a group chat. So he sent out the video. So I just clicked on the video to watch the video. I had um I watched the whole nine plus minutes of, of the video that he sent. It was the um mm. it's hard to explain which one it was, but it was the original um release of it, like that original cam uh cell phone footage where you hear the guy uh you hear the whoever the, the, the witness saying, like, you know, get off his neck, he practices jujitsu and he understands what you're doing mm-hmm. and blah blah you know, all that. It was that angle. So the original angle, I didn't see the other two cops. I only saw the one um cop that was standing keeping the keeping the witnesses, the crowd back. And mm-hmm. the one um the guy, uh what's his name? Chauvin? 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 Yeah. 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 That I seen him uh, kneeling on Mr. Floyd. So, so as I'm watching it, I'm just thinking uh, this is another uh, police brutality video. So I'm just watching it, and I didn't understand that he had passed away until I went back into the group and was like, you know, we started talking about it in the group, and they were like, yeah, he, the, the guy had uh, Mr. Floyd had passed away, and I was like, whoa, like it was. It was it was different. It was it was um, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Still a lot. Are you there? So you watched okay. the whole yeah. You watched the whole nine minutes. You said nine minutes from change. Yeah. Um, I still haven't been able to watch it. Of course, it's um, 
you know, this video is all around social media and every minute I do get on, there are times where um, I muster enough uh, gut or courage to just watch a little bit more, um, but I still haven't been able to watch it, I guess, because I knew I know what I'm expecting to see. Um, right. I get it. Yeah. So let's go back to you saying that you haven't been able to have find a time or been given the opportunity to um, process everything that's been going on pre um, George Floyd. How has that been when it when it comes to policing? Like once COVID was introduced, how has that um, changed when it comes to dealing with um, your fellow officers and the community you mean as as far as just the pandemic not having anything yeah. okay well as far as the pandemic right. um you know every, everything now is is very very hands-off very impersonal so it's it's hard to um it's hard to have that human interaction um with people uh when you deal with them because it's because you you don't know you you can't you can't get close enough you can't you don't want to expose them to yourself because of the asymptomatic people. Like you could be, well, I mean, I've been right. tested. I, sh- I need to be tested again, but I, I was originally tested, but still there are, there are people walking around who don't show symptoms. So now I don't want to expose you to me and I definitely don't want to be exposed to you. So, right. so we, you know, our department had made a lot of, I'm sure just like every other department made a lot of, um, policies to 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 now deal with people like um we had slowed down on motor vehicle stops um interactions like um if you called the police for something um you were told to come outside like you know meet in an open air space as opposed to the officer coming inside your apartment again exposing you to themselves or being exposed to you Mm -hmm. so i mean because the the scariest part is it seemed like everything you heard 10 seconds after you heard it on the, from the news or, or from Dr. Gupta or whoever was, whoever was CNN, whoever was talking, um, it seemed like 10 minutes later, what they just said was no longer valid. Like it, it didn't, it wasn't true or yeah. it wasn't sure. So it was so many, so many um, unknowns. Like you're standing outside, you think you might be safe because you're not in a confined space, but <laughs> but but you do you, we still don't know we still don't know how i mean you know we have of course the the um the lock the lock in uh, shelter in place and that they that that was um that was in, you know instituted right. it 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 helped slow down the curve i guess i guess it helped slow down the curve because i know for a fact that we were going to um to doas meaning somebody in in a home expired from something where those people weren't being tested for COVID. They were just being released to the family to be, you know, for the, for the services. So I'm sure those, those people were going uncounted and I'm sure that was happening all across the country. Right. So, so we believe that the, that the, the clerk, the curve is flattening, but do we really know? Cause I, I know for a fact that everybody is not being counted. You get, right. You get what I'm saying? So, I, so with, with, with all that going on, it was like so much trying to, f- you didn't know, like you didn't know, like it was, it was, and it's, it's been rough. It's, it's been rough. 
has that, um, has this pandemic, I know, you know, you spoke about the human aspect, kind of depleting or not as humanistic their approach or the interaction, rather. Um, has that played a part with, like, more crime or less crime? Like, all right, if I know that the cops are worried about contracting something, maybe I'll go steal a car. Like, has the crime went up at all? No. Oh, well, where, we, uh, where I work, the, the crime has actually, it's actually decreased some. Um, okay. and, and I guess that's due to even... Even the thieves, even the criminals are like, man, shit, I don't, I don't know how I can, um, contract right. this. So, so there was a, I, I did notice a heavy, um, like a heavy dose of people following the lock-in. Of course, there are those who are still riding ATVs okay. and, and dirt bikes and just out for no apparent reason, um, mm-hmm. other than just to, I don't know. I guess I, I want to say, let's just say to clear their mind. Cause I don't see the point of you being out in this shit as dangerous right. as it's been, because I mean, people, you know, like I kept hearing and you, I'm sure you heard it too. And I'm sure I, this is what they say. It's true. I, I don't know, but you know, you keep hearing that the flu is, um, was w- way more deadly than, than the coronavirus. Um, right. but up until I, I've never known anyone to ever die from the flu. Like I, I not personally, like I've, you know, I've seen it on the news, but I don't know anyone personally who has, who died from the flu, but I know someone personally who died from COVID. I know I've been and six people removed. I know several people who have, who have died from, um, from this coronavirus. So I, I don't even see how that's, I wonder if they're still saying that. I mean, I haven't heard it in weeks, but but that was like the big thing that the flu was much more deadly than the coronavirus. But like I said, I never ran into anyone who or knew anyone who knew someone who died from the flu. Right, right. I think that um, I know, like when it first came out, they they spoke about the coronavirus just being a different strand of the flu. But I do believe that they've changed that now, um, saying that. COVID-19 has nothing to do with the flu um, because they indicated that uh, COVID-19 spreads more easily. And because of the high death rate, they can't say that it's associated with the flu. Again, there are so many different things. And I think that that plays a part in uh, fear and uneasiness. And uh, heck yeah. Like, okay, so. Right, so I know that I have to be six feet away from someone. All right, cool. Oh, wait, you're trying to tell me that, um, you know, particles can still last inside the air. So even when someone stops speaking, I can walk through and then, like, ingest right. it. Uh, uh, come on. So what? I don't move. Should I not move? But then you hear, like, you know, people saying, I have not left the house at all. But yet, I've been but, in house. Still, but still contracted it, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know. So, and, 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 and that goes to like with the, um, like the, uh, I don't want to call it the old folks home, but I don't know what else to call it. Like the nursing homes, like, you know, for the elderly, right. even those, I don't know how much in the beginning, how much interaction they were having with each other, but, but there were people there who, who were bedridden. 
that's still contracted. So I'm trying to figure out if, if their nurse, the two nurses that come see them during the 24 hour period, uh, don't have it. I mean, not, not symptoms, but have been tested and they tested negative. How did this person get it? If, if no one else's access has access to the room, you, you get what I'm saying? So it was, it was just leaving me with so many questions and I still have so many questions. So it's like, it, it almost got to a point where you want to say, well, fuck it. Cause no one can tell me how I'm getting it and, and I'm doing all these things and, and it's possibly I'm still going to get it. So I, I think that's why so many people have rebelled against this, against this thing and live still living like a, not a normal life. Cause everywhere else is abnormal. So, but you know, like right. when you see these videos of these, these Midwest pool parties and all this other craziness. I just think, I don't know. I just think people are saying, fuck it at, at, at some point. I'm, I'm trust me though. I'm not one of those fucking people. I'm still masks and gloves <laughs> and hand sanitizer and spraying my FedEx packages when they come. It's, it's just crazy. Oh it's, man. That's, that's like my daughter. That's like, you know, she, she does not like to hear bring the packages inside the house. It's like, let's spray it down, cut that box open, and then take out whatever is inside that box, and then make sure you take whatever that you took outside that box, put it in a washing machine, or wipe that off. Like, she's not here for nothing. Like, every night, it's, you know, of course, clean the kitchen or whatever in the house. She's wiping down the light switches and our keys. Like, no, I get it. We we in my house we have a a, a holding station, so okay. although, although uh, we may be prime members and, and the Amazon package comes in two days, shit, we can't open it for four because it has to go in the holding station. It has to be sprayed down. And it has to dry. And it has to be flipped. And it has to be sprayed again. And it has to dry. And then so two day shipping doesn't mean shit in my house. It's like an eight day ship. Yikes. <laughs> I'm serious like and it's gotten to that because at first I'm like man I never get sick I'm not really I'm not really worried about it but when I lost my friend I'm like shit I gotta um I don't know it just it just it just changed me it just changed it's different man it's it's different like I take my boots off and leave them outside and spray those and my, my uniform goes straight to the basement it, and then sprayed and then it's, it's left to hang and then after it's dry after I wake up and it's dry then I wash it it's just I don't know I, I know my detergent company's caking off of me right now <laughs> do you think that um, this is going to become your new normal you know like when they start lifting um, the stay at home laws and say like oh you can go outside you can go to a restaurant do you think that you'll still be spraying things down they're leaving your boots on the porch. Um, I think I'll do the things, the things that I, I fear may expose my family to it. Um, okay. But but that doesn't make any sense either because if I if I live like I'm not worried about it and I get it, then then, then they got it. I think I think right. this is the new norm. I mean, I was with a bunch of friends the other day, not a bunch, but four because you can't be with no more than so many people mm -hmm. um, but we were together and we were just talking about the things we were ready we were ready for and, and and I'm a big restaurant guy like I like to go to restaurants and eat and I was talking to one of my friends and he was like man I'm not I'm not ready for a restaurant he's like I want to go to a restaurant but it's got to be outdoor seating and right right I agree yeah 
I, you know what? I, I and when he said it, I'm like, yeah, you, you got a point. I, I think this is, I think this is the new norm. I, I think, I, I think this is it. Like, I can't see, like, for years I've been seeing um, Asians wearing face masks right. on planes, like for years. Like, right. it was just like a, a, a right. normal thing. Um, I think this is going to be our new normal. Like it's to the point. Yeah. It's to the point now where I, today I was in Walmart and there was a guy. I, he was outside, but yeah, he, he didn't have a mask on. And, and, and my initial thought was like, "Fuck, this dude don't got a mask on." Like so, it's yeah. it's become like when it first started. I remember wearing a mask was like, "Oh, this person's overdoing it." To now, you can't even get in a store without a mask. Right. I, I don't see it going back. I, I don't see it going back. I don't know. Um, I think for me, even if it goes back, I'm still moving. Still masked up? And Yeah. Especially getting on a plane. Like, but that's, you know, when I get on. But that's I, the thing I that scares now, me with that, though, now, because even, even with. Even with you wearing the mask, uh, uh, everything I hear about the mask is my mask is to protect you from me, not me, not you. Get what I'm saying? My mask is keeping right. my my germs in. So if I'm the only one wearing the mask, shit, I, I might as well not wear it because I'm only right. protecting um, the masses from myself. I'm not. I'm not receiving any protection from it. I think that that's my security blanket now. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Because, because and, and and I'm not saying that I am the most extreme. Because when I go out for a run, I have it. But then you know I'm I take it down sometimes. Like damn, I just want to breathe. Like yeah, yeah I, I, you. I, you know. So I, I do do that. But when it comes to being in the airport, I cannot see myself being around so many people um, and just not having it on at at this point. Um, but I was in the supermarket the other day, and everyone had a mask on. Um, but this lady, she walked in between me and another lady, and then she stood next to the other lady, and she coughed. Oh God! It was like a ha ha ha. With no with man, with no mask. She she had her mask on, oh. but of course, you know everyone's in their own world, so they're not really paying attention. So. But when you hear the cough, of course you're going to turn around and see who the fuck. Like, <laughs> right, because you can't that cough now. You don't, right? Right. <laughs> right. right. So homegirl turned around. She was about to give her the business. And the lady put her arms up and was like, I have a mask on. I have a mask on. Like, oh boy. Because you do know that there are people who believe that they shouldn't be wearing no mask. Yeah, like, I saw the guy at Costco. The guy kicked out the store yeah, or some like, shit. Yeah. And they're here. They are here, heavy. Like, why do I have to put it on? Um, whatever they talk about their rights, and and you know, because it has been proven that unless you have what is it, N95, like unless you have a specific mask, is really not doing anything. So all the masks that they're selling that's just cloth, or right. is not like um, you know. Um, resistant to moisture or whatever. Like, it's really not doing anything. So they feel like, what am I doing? Like, we just wasting time. This is, this yeah, is well, well, how about we continue to waste time, but you wear your fucking mask because... <laughs> 
I ain't trying to hear. Like, like it's 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 so funny. It's so funny how we always we always pick and choose what information is right. solid and what information isn't. Like we've heard so many right. different different things about how this thing is spread or contracted or what it will do or won't do, and, and we still we still pick and choose like what information. Oh, I'm gonna believe this. No, I ain't gonna believe this part. I'm gonna use this part. No. Ah, fuck that. Listen, man. Wear your goddamn mask. I applaud all these all these businesses that 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 have the signs posted, no entry, and have security Mm -hmm. guards at the door. Like, oh, you don't have a mask, you can't come in. I applaud them. Right. I I mean, even sometimes, sometimes we gotta we gotta reach outside of ourselves. Like, just because you don't want to wear it, but if you know, <laughs> if if it's making everybody uncomfortable that you're not wearing it, and then until we figure this shit out for sure, just wear the damn mask, man. Right. And wear it correctly. Like, not having it covering your nose is not... You might as well not have it, have it on, right. You might as well not, not covering your mouth, you might as well not have it on. Um, don't nobody care about your, your chin. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if your chin covered but your nose not, then what, what are we doing? Cover your nose and your mouth um, and still stay six feet away. The, the funny thing is, um, I think if they'd have told us the opposite, if they said don't wear a mask, I, I, more people would probably wear a mask because people just want to go against the grain 90% of the know. time. It's, 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 you already know. It's exhausting, though. It's exhausting. It's like the same shit. It's exhausting. I, I, I got um, a little emotional when... Um, I was pulling out of the driveway and Devin said, my son was like, mom, put my mask on, please. It's falling down. And I'm like, bro, you, you three. Like, I just want you to live, not having to worry about putting on a mask. Like I was able to do it. Like, why is that your concern? And no, no one has told him like, you're going to get sick if you don't wear it. None of that. But it's just kind of, really affected me just to see that um, because he knows the importance of wearing the, the mask, how serious he was about putting it back on his face when it like slid down. Yeah, our, our kids are, our kids are growing up in, in some very strange times. It's, it's like, it's like when I first, you know, had to have the conversation with my daughter about the shelter in place or the lockdowns in the schools, like when they we make the shelter in place. So just in case there's a school mm-hmm. shooting, she knows how to, you know, be quiet and mm-hmm. hide against the wall and lock the door. And that shit blew my mind. It was like, damn, this is something she really has to know when she's supposed to be playing with Barbie dolls. Or, dolls. Yeah, right. it's, cra- it's right. crazy. It's, but but at the same time, though, um, I, I'm, I'm learned to embrace it because there is no more... Um, sugarcoating things going back no oh, it's no yeah, more sugarcoating yeah. thing it's like you know whatever, whatever it is if she asks me a question i tell her as plainly as i possibly can and, and if she doesn't understand then i just keep breaking down those words until right. i get to a place where she understands it and then we go back to where we started so that you know i i just want her to understand everything it's just still sad that that is today's reality mm-hmm. So. Speaking of today's reality, the COVID numbers were um, supposedly skyrocketed due to um, protests that's been happening in all states, 
in the United States. Um, I know particularly in LA, they have closed all of the COVID-19 testing sites. They closed the sites? They, they closed all of them. And the reasoning on why they made the decision to close was because they said that due to the protest, um, they don't feel safe. The testers so don't feel closed. safe, you mean? Like the people, the people giving the yes. test don't feel safe? Yes, being, the people who I are guess. given, yes, they do not feel safe um, because of the protest. Yet the numbers are rising. Um, what do you say about the numbers and its association with the protest? Do you have any feelings um, on that? I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't, you know... <laughs> There's a, I don't know. Um, I don't know how many protesters are, are, are leaving, leaving the, the protests and going to get tested. Like where are they getting tested? I don't know how these numbers are, are increasing. Right. Um, right. Maybe they're going to the hospital. Yeah. Instead of going to the, you know, instead of going directly to the site. But yeah. Yeah. So, so we're like, if, if the sites are being closed and, and the protesters are protesting and, I mean, unless they're like I said, unless they're taking a day off to go get tested, but where they're getting tested, I don't, I don't know um, if the numbers are correct. But what I will tell you is, I, I wholeheartedly believe that there is going to be an increase because when I watch these, um, when I watch CNN and I see all these protests all over the world, and you know these people yelling at each other faces and. Mm-hmm. It just it it looks like a big soup bowl of fucking disease. Like like it just looks, it looks like, you know, it it just looks like it's gonna be bad. Um, in the next few weeks, when when testing sites oh. do reopen and people start getting tested or people start showing symptoms. But like I said, the, right. the people who show symptoms to me are my friends because if you're sick, you're feeling sick. Hopefully, you're gonna go get tested or treated or something. It's the people that are asymptomatic, the people who show nothing. And they're just living their life. Right. Those are those. That's the problem. That's that's the that's the scary shit. Right. So I don't I don't know, man. I like I, like I said, I look at these protests and 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 I'm one hundred percent for it. Um, and I and I also think that the the protests are so big because it is the perfect storm because of the pandemic because of people being uh, working from home or 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 being laid off or being unemployed is it just seems like it's just so many people who are available to stand up for what they believe in. And I'm so here for it. So you think that, um, there's more people out there protesting because of, um, the lack of jobs um, and the lack of responsibility Listen, the, the right cause now? no, the cause is great. Uh, there are people out there for the cause okay. for sure, but I, I just think mm-hmm. I just think there are a lot of people who are just who are home. I'm not saying they're outside just they're protesting just because they have nothing else to do. I'm saying okay. because of the the availability now, it's it's more it's easy for you to get out. Like you want to get out now, you can you can, you have the time to stand up and, mm-hmm. and and protest, and and it's a good thing. I'm not saying that the people just jumping on a bandwagon because they're unemployed. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I just think because of 
the state of the world right now with jobs and, and, and working from home and not really everybody, even people working who still, who still have their jobs. Like some people are working like modified schedules where they work two days a week instead of five days a week. That leaves time right. for you to do the things, to create the things that you really want to do. It leaves you the time to, to stand up for something or create something or, or whatever you're into. I was um, jogging, shoot, even today. For the past week, I've been going outside, and um, the National Guards have been out there. Wow. Uh, right up the street from my house. And they're holding, you know, these big guns and just walking around, and they're staring at you. And your mask, up, you know, my mask is not like a hospital mask. So, you know, I'm covering my face. My mask is black. And they probably don't know who the hell I am or what I'm doing. You know, they got to read my body language. Right. And it just feels so off, you know, because I want to, you know, enjoy my neighborhood. That's why I'm here. That's why I live here. And I want to take a run and feel comfortable. But then when you have so many different trucks and you have these men just walking around and you're looking because I know they have to protect themselves as well. This shit ain't, this is, this is uncomfortable. For like, everybody. Right? This is uncomfortable. Right. For every, yeah, it is. Like, um, there was a protest going on, um, around my sister's house. She lives about 25 minutes away from me. And, um, she was saying that some of the people that was outside protesting was like, Hey, you know, we done finished this town. Let's go up to the neighborhood where we know they have money. Now, keep in mind, which is my neighborhood, but keep in mind, there's not a lot of stores here. Like, there's nothing else, you know, there's nothing really here. So, why are you coming here? It's how I originally felt, like, you know, why? And about 10 minutes after she told me that, she called me back and was like, they were in her building. Like, running around in her inside hallway. Inside the building? Inside the building. Yeah. So, and it's only one security guard. So those those are the, were, those are the ones who 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 make who lose the who who <laughs> cause the protest to lose its its sting yes. or, or its its <sighs> its yes. credibility and because I, they're I, just taking an opportunity just to do some wild shit and that's that defeats the purpose. It it's a distraction. Right, and and this is by no means saying that, um, you know, I feel some sort of way about protesting. I know we'll get on that, but when next-door neighbor, like her neighbors have to, you know, her neighbors came knocking on her door like, hey, can your, you know, can your husband come out um, and help the security guard? We're trying to get as many people that live here to help the security guard because it's a whole bunch of them, and it's just one security guard. What the fuck? So, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so now my brother is going to go down, go downstairs or whatever and put himself in harm's way. Right. Now I'm worried. Yeah. Now I'm worried about your livelihood. Like, come on, call me when you get back inside the house. Let me know you're okay. Like, it's, it's, it's horrible. So they come up to my town. And when I say I have not heard so many sirens in my life. And now every time I hear a siren, I'm like running to 
you know, the balcony to see if somebody getting hurt or if a pro like it's man, it's it's horrible. It's horrible. Every building, the supermarkets is all boarded up. Like wow. the pharmacies is all boarded up. Like really, like there's no there's no exposed glass. And that's like, and, and that's and, and I look at other cities like um well see I I'm thankful that um my neighborhood we're we're not going through anything like that, knock on wood, at, at this current time and I'm very thankful for that. I think that also is a reflection of uh the work that the police in these neighborhoods do. Um mm-hmm. you know, because I think I think if it was if the policing was terrible or, or, or anything similar to to these cities that you see being bombarded with looters or 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 protests i I think we would be doing going through the same thing so i'm very thankful i'm very proud of i'm very proud to say that we haven't really been experiencing those types of things i think that's a testament to the men and women who who serve our communities um but anyway it's just it's also um like i said it's the opportunists that that are making that are making this thing terrible. It's, it's like you, you on the side of the protesters 100% because some shit needs to change. Absolutely. And nothing happens without action. So, right. so I'm, I'm here, I'm here for all the protests. It's just like, I don't understand what, what, what the looting is about. It's like, uh, right. especially it's not right anywhere, but especially when it's your own neighborhood, because, in five, six months, seven months, eight months—I don't if you—I don't care if you protest for two years. When it's done, the corner store is not going to be there if if it was destroyed. Right, right. So I I, I don't. It's the small businesses. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, I'm Target. I mean, I hate to, I hate to make Target a Target, but I'll say it. Yeah, but <laughs> but, but Target. I'm sure they're well insured. I'm sure they're well insured. Right. I'm sure. There are no losses um, if they lose a store. Um, the only loss is that now if that was your target that you frequented, I'm not saying they're coming back. They may never come back there. They're not going to go out of business based on what you did, but they're not going to come back there. And if they do come back there, now you have to wait for them to reconstruct and all this other stuff when grandma who who was just walking to the target now has to now can't get to target. You get what I'm saying? So it's, it's just like right. we got to – we. You know, we have to have all of us in mind at times. Your your young kid, and and I'm I'm going at the young kids because I'm hoping the looters are, are young kids. If they're not the uh, the planet people that we keep seeing, the people who the organized looters who are, who are coming to these to these cities to to wreak chaos and shit but you know the young people are, are living that living that young person life like you know they're just concerned with themselves they're concerned with the moment they're not thinking about anything other than what they're doing at that moment but it, it affects the the entire community and this and this is when i say i have witnessed you know these looters being i would say the youngest probably 23 like they don't look like us here. They don't look like us. What do you mean? Um, they come. They're not black. Okay. They're not brown. You know, these are white men and women that 
you know, may have a sign that says Black Lives Matter or have a hashtag that says I can't breathe, but they're breaking the windows of these these buildings and small businesses. They're starting the fires. Um, A friend of mine was protesting downtown and she has this video that, you know, went viral. Downtown Los Angeles? Yes. Okay. Downtown Los Angeles where she, you know, approached two women, two white women, and, you know, said, like, don't do this because when you do this, it makes us look bad. Like, you're going to be able to come to my town, destroy my town, and go back home and not be affected. It's us that's affected. You know, we're protesting for a cause. This is bigger than blowing, like, setting a a building on fire. Or grabbing grabbing a a fucking pocketbook or... I saw a lady. I saw a lady on a video. I saw a lady on a video carrying two uh, table lamps. Like, bitch, where are you going with two? Two tables. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But the couple with the cheesecake, though. I didn't see them. I didn't see that one. But anyway, though, two white women responded back to her and was like, "I'm doing this for you," and she's like, "We don't need you to do this for us. Like, I didn't ask you to do this." for me. If you want to come protest, stand by my side and chant or make noise or go vote or do whatever. But you're not doing this to me. You're you know, this is your opportunity of fucking up out of shit. And right. the women was really going back and forth, stuck their fingers up, like F you, you know, I was helping you but now I'm not gonna help you. Yo, it's ridiculous. Well, like and, and that's that's the thing. Like you you got people with with half information or or just either just in your neighborhoods or, or, or doing this to one shine a negative light or they're really doing it in support or what they think is support. But this is not what right. we're looking for. Civil, civil disobedience is enough. It's enough. You, you block, you block traffic up. You, you go to a major intersection, you fill the traffic up, you block traffic up for four or five hours, detours. And all. That has major impact. That has effect. Um, I, I just think when you, when when you burning smashing windows and burning down shit, and um, I, I think it gets lost. I think it's lost. Like I wouldn't recommend, I wouldn't recommend uh burning any cars. But you know, that's 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 a little, that's a little. It doesn't. I don't feel as passionate about you not doing that as I feel about you just destroying a business because one. If it's mom and pop, somebody worked really fucking hard to get that mm-hmm. brick and mortar establishment going. Somebody, somebody is in your neighborhood. I'm assuming providing a service, and even if it's big business, like I said, these these people are well insured. You're not you're not going to affect their bottom line. All you're going to do is now take that resource out of your community. Right. So what do like, we, I don't understand, like, what are we doing with that? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I, I'm kind of, not kind of, I'm, I'm probably 50-50 with the protest and Target being a target. Honestly, like, when I'm in my emotions, I get it. Like, shoot, Dr. King said, what do you say, the riot became the language of the unheard? Yeah, so something to that effect. So I get, if you don't feel like you're being heard, by any means necessary, handle your business. But then the other side of me, the more logical and less emotional, 
is like, oh, so when we finish this, what we doing after? Like, when we finish rioting and looting, what happens afterwards? We're going to wait till everything calms down and then two, three, four, five, six months later, we're still in your stores. We're still giving them our money. We're still, you know, um, not supporting black businesses. We're not going to our friends instead of, you know, going to these major corporations. I feel like, you you know, we should really focus on the economical. Yeah. So, so uh, with that being said, I'm I'm 100% with you. Instead of looting, how about boycotting? Right. Right. Um, you know, I, I, there clearly uh, what the way the way America like with the pandemic just to go back and to tie them both together with the pandemic, um, hundreds of thousands, millions of people across uh, in the world have died uh, basically from this thing. But every uh, you hear the president all the time rushing, or what I think is rushing, to open everything back up to get the economy back on top. So. If you're paying attention, you you see how important the economy is, how important money is. Mm-hmm. Money money is the machine. Right. So if you show how valuable your dollar is by not spending it at certain places, in an in a, especially in an organized way, people right. people people will listen to you. Like your 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 screaming will be heard, and 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 then quietly. You know, I'm just not. I'm. I'm not buying whatever you're not buying. Whatever, whatever, the, whatever the movement decides mm-hmm. is shouldn't be supported. Right. And if you do it in an organized fashion, you'll see the difference. You'll you'll see people start coming to you like, "Hey, man, uh, how do how do we get you? How do we get you guys to come back?" That that's the only thing that Can makes you valuable. Back after that? No, I'm saying that. Can we that's go what. Back after? I don't know. No, I mean that 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 remains to be seen but i'm just saying like once you once you withhold your dollar once you withhold your right. the you know your part of the economic train you'll see people start making commercials for you um right. making discounts for you making making your dollar important because i'm not going to kid you your dollar is is worth as much as your life in this country Right. Or in the world. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's not just here. Everything is driven driven by the economy. So once you decide that, you know, okay, this is the movement. All right, we're going to get together here and we're going to organize and we're not going to spend a dollar with brand A. Brand right. A brand A will, will immediately notice that more so than you burning down a, a, a $5 million target or ten, uh, a $10 million, however much it costs to build a target. That's insured. Right. Not, that's not really a loss. They're gonna they're gonna get they're gonna get that money back. Um, but if you if you don't go to that target and buy your bleach and buy your whatever you're buying, you'll see that they'll start they'll they'll come knocking at your door for you and show you how important you are, or you'll show them how important you are, regardless of what they think. I agree. I agree. Um, although I do believe that. Um, you know, similar to war, everybody plays their position. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be people on the front row, but there also needs to be people behind the scenes. Yeah. And it should be done collectively. I and that's how I feel about that. Like, you know, soldiers, go ahead, go to war. I'll be over here creating the, the bomb. 
why you out here standing on the, on the land? Go ahead. But we all need to come together and, you know, this should be in a collective effort. Um, more organized and more strategic, but I do understand the emotion. Exactly. That that's that's what I'm looking at. Like when I see this, like I keep I keep asking, like, what's the end game? Like, okay, when when this these protests are dope, like it's 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 incredible to see an entire country, all the major cities mm-hmm. moving the way, moving the way they're moving. And, and again, not that looting shit, but just, just the protest, the standing up, the being heard, the, the yelling, the, the disrupting traffic, the uh, it, it's dope to see it. I, I just right. always wonder though, like when this energy fades, who's organizing, like, like who's organizing, like can, can, can the, then, you know, the community organizer who's been grassroots from, from day one, way, way before, mm-hmm. way before anyone was, not way before anyone was killed, but way before this became the movement, can that person now get 10% of that group to come and support? You know what I mean? Like, right. that's, that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Like, like I, I hate, I hate that I be, to see it fade. Like, I don't want to see it fade. Like it, it's, it's gotta, it's gotta be more. That's not, yeah, that's it right there. That's it right there. Like there has to be more. We don't want to see it fade. Like, and I also think, I understand there was people in the underground railroad that did not look like us, that helped us. But I do think that we need to learn how to be amongst one another, like for this change, to make sure that we are spearheading the strategy and the organization and making sure that we do the best for us. Um, yeah, I agree, but I don't have a problem with, I don't have a problem with, um, I don't have a problem with taking a page or, or taking a lesson or like, I I believe, I believe right now it's a, it's a human thing. Like it's a human issue. And and, uh, it definitely, definitely is a black issue or a minority issue. But at the same time, I don't want to, I don't want us to, I want us to be moving solidly before we alienate mm-hmm. ourselves. If, if, if that's, that's the goal. Like I'm, I don't mind us taking a page from, from to, just to see how things have been built. You get what I'm saying? Like either, either we gotta, either we gotta be, humble enough as a people to accept the organizers. And I mean, when I say the organizers, I mean minority organizers and follow them. If that's what we're going to do, then I'm with that. But I just want us to understand that it's going to take more after the rock throwing is done. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and I get the whole isolation. Um, and I understand the whole taking the page um, but shit, why don't we take the page of Tulsa, Oklahoma? Yeah, absolutely. Like, why don't we just make sure that we are concrete first and then, you know, okay, this company wants to, you know, back us or this person wants to stand beside us. Cool. But we're so strong within ourselves that now it's okay to branch out. I think that, you know, uh, history has shown because of the type of people that we are, we're so loving, we're so welcoming, we're so nurturing. Yes. Um, we tend to be so quick at being accepted or letting other people in without making sure that, you know, we are 
solid first. Yes, I'm with you. Like we definitely, we definitely need to establish our own foundation, meaning a strong foundation so that if again, brand A decides to now back out because this week we're not the hot topic. Right. It doesn't matter because we can stand on our right. own. So we got to be able to stand on our own before we start, you know, accepting all these olive branches. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, you know, with Mr. Floyd, this is not new, right? We have Rihanna Taylor. We have Sandra Floyd. We have Amadou Diallo. We have so many different. Um, the names go on and on. Yeah. Right. Is a long list. Why do you think now this is like? Why do you think it's let's go out now and the country is backing us now and we're on this by any means necessary mentality? Like why now? I I don't I don't know. Um, maybe 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 the sheer length of what. Uh, Mr. Floyd went through maybe the sheer length of that video being so long, being so uncut, just so raw. Like you said, you, you haven't seen it. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's raw. Like it's, um, it's raw. So I, I think, I think maybe that like, it's undeniable. Like I don't, it's undeniable. Like there's no way you can see this video and see it as anything other than a murder. Like I said, when I first watched it, I didn't know that he was going to die. I didn't know that he died. I, I knew mm-hmm. I knew that he was lifeless when they put him on the stretcher, for sure. Um, but I, I didn't know the outcome until I, you know, talked a little further and, and, and got the more information. But um, for anyone to see it, it's 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 undeniable. Like, it, it, there's no way. Okay, so let's get into it. I'm watching it from from a police officer's perspective. Like I said, I got mm-hmm. over 20 years in the business. Uh, I, to this day, cannot understand what the objective was. Like with all yeah. all the training I've been through, all the classes I've seen, all the books I've studied, uh, all the rank I've achieved, all that, I can not understand what they were trying to do. Um, so by not being able to understand, like, like I don't understand what the fuck they were doing. Like, I, I can't be any more plain than that. Like, I've watched it, and I don't know what the objective was. Like, okay, you use force against force to gain control, to make an arrest. So, when, like I said, when I saw the videos from the different angles, and now I know it's four cops there, Okay, he gave up. He 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 gave up. Whether he said he was giving up, but just by his physical, his physical, like the way he was moving, he had given up. Mm-hmm. So, okay, my thing is, at some point, as a cop, we are trained, and no, I don't care what state you're in, we're trained to reassess the situation. You have to re assess the situation okay so what do you mean by that meaning meaning if if a guy is fighting i'm not talking about if a guy is fighting you and he's resisting with all the force in the world and he's the strongest six men and it's for you guys and you can't control him all right so now now somehow he got a little tired you got him handcuffed 
and you're and you're I, I guess you're you're kneeling on him. I don't I don't recommend that, but you're kneeling on him. But you got to do what you got to mm-hmm. do to affect the rest. I got it. You're kneeling on him. At some point, you got to reassess. Like you got to adjust. You got to all right. Let me get off his back and see if he's still fighting. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like okay. reassess the situation. Like it was like it was like all four of those men were hypnotized. Like I, I don't understand. Like they committed to this murder. And they never let up. They never let go. No one, no one, all it, all it needed, all, all it would have took was somebody to tap somebody and say, yo, get the fuck off his neck. It said that there was audio, and I don't know if it's in a different uh, video from, you know, that nine and have um, original video that they seen. Uh-huh. But they said that um, there was one of the officers saying like, let's you roll know, him on his side, right? You should just, right. 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 Did, did you hear how I said, how I said somebody need to say something? Get the right. fuck off his that, neck. Mm, like okay. that, that tone, that, that, that voice lets you know, Hey, I'm not with, what the fuck are you doing? Like this, this is, we've gone too far at this point. So, mm-hmm. so, and, and that's my thing. Like, okay, so it's for you guys. So if he's as strong as an ox and, and now, now when you take your reassessment, and you see that you still can't get them in the car. Well, I'm sure those are not the only four Minneapolis cops. You call four more. And now if eight of you can't uh, get them okay. in, you call four, you, you call 10 more. You call 20. If it takes 25 cops to get them in and you got 25 cops, you keep calling cops until you can get them into the car. Like, I, I don't, I just, when I'm watching it, it, nobody seems to have a plan other than to kill this man because nobody mm-hmm. is doing anything other than killing this man, like they're not, nobody's reassessing, nobody's, nobody's, nobody's even giving him any instructions. Like, okay, all right, are you, are you done? Are you, are you, there's nobody's asking him any questions. All right, if he was fighting, like nobody's saying shit. They're just laying on this man's neck, on this man's back, on this man's legs. He's telling you he can't breathe. And I'm so tired of fucking hearing people saying, if, if you can talk, you can breathe. He's exhaling, telling you his, he's exhaling. He's not breathing in by talking. He's mm-hmm. breathing out. It's just, it's just it, that shit. That shit is frustrating, man. I, it's, it's just frustrating. I've seen, a, um, again, it was on social media and um, they had uh, the other incidences that this cop was a part of. And when I hear you ask, like what was their motive or what was their intent like why did they why did he do this and no one said anything this isn't supposedly this isn't new like this is how this cop was handling situations for a very long time like I wish I had it with me but it shows going back since like 1996 like he's had so many different write-ups shooting a minority and, you know, um, excessive force and putting other people in chokehold. So how, how do you get to, you know, how is one reprimanded? Like, how do you get to still be on the force with so many different write-ups? It was over seven different write-ups. And now he, like, look, look where we are now. So I guess my, Good. I don't know, I guess my, my question would be, um, if an officer was to see 
another officer handling a situation like that. What happens when, um, you know, your partner goes against you? What happens when they, you know, call other officers to come out or tell you, like, get the fuck off his neck? What happens when y'all go back to the precinct? Like, is that a change? Like, um, are you, what is it, blacklisted? Like, no, 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 I mean, no, no, no. I mean, not, I can only speak. I can only speak for where I am, so I, I can't tell you what, mm-hmm. what how it looks in Minnesota. But where we are, I can see, like, you, you may have had a moment where you just blacked out and, 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 and you're going too far. But at the end of the day, mm-hmm. my, my job is to serve and protect. So I got to protect the suspect from you you from the suspect as well. Like it goes, it goes both ways. I can't, I I can't allow you to abuse someone. You can't allow me to abuse someone. Some, somebody has to step up. And then at, at, at what you hope to happen is they see you as not being with the shit. And it's, and it's hard for me to say that because my place is not set up that way. Like it's, it's, it's not, it's just not set up that way um it's just not set up that way but once someone realizes that you're not with it like i don't know what the makeup of that department is and and it's 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 hard to speak to it like i don't know if there's only five um minority officers there and and i don't don't know but i can't believe it's that way because it's a big city so it has to be a fair share Mm -hmm. So, so you you gotta st- I don't know. You gotta step up. I, fuck fuck what happens have when you-, you get back. They're not gonna kill you. So if if, if if to save one life, any life, to save one life, for you to be uncomfortable to save a life, that's what you signed up for. That's your fucking job. I'm sorry, I hate to say it like that, but I, I don't wanna I don't wanna soft shoe around some shit trying to say, Well, damn, you you know, you gotta worry about you when you get back. Listen, man, to save a life, sometimes th- there's gotta be sacrifices. There's gotta be sacrifices. Right. Um, did you see the video with um, the officer, Crystal Smith? I mean, we posted it yesterday on our page when she, like, just dug in the ass of the white officer who uh, was forceful with the protesters. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> let's see. So, when, first, when I first watched it, I felt like, with the audio and the responses, I feel like it was fake. I'm going to say that. I'm like, oh, this is some stage shit. Um, they're probably doing this. To Staged. Make- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you. Like, they're probably doing this to just because they're receiving so much, um, uh, what is it, heat? Right. You know, as being officers or whatever. Yeah. Right, blowback. There we go. Thank you. Um, but then as I continued on and started researching and, just looking um, crystal up, I'm like, oh, yes. Like, like the captions, like when people were taking the pictures and to see their face, that didn't seem fake. Like just that still shot, it didn't seem fake. And I just kept watching the video over and over again. And I was really proud, not only because she was black, but she was a black woman. Not only because, you know, she was going against um, someone of another race, but she was going against a man. So, to answer your question, I was proud. I was happy. Um, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I hope that you know 
nothing happened when she went back. No, I'm 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 pretty sure I'm pretty sure that wasn't her first. That's who she is. Like, j- just from the video and from that's who she is. So mm-hmm. I'm sure she's had these types of interactions. I don't know how long she's been a cop, but I'm sure she's had these type of interactions several times. I'm sure she's spoken up about a bunch of shit several times. But that was a moment caught on on tape. There are people who stand up every every day for 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 against shit like this but the, the the problem is when they stand up and they correct it you don't hear about it because nothing happens like right. let me let me go to it when i when i first when i first watched the video and as it was going on and on and on and on i i showed it to my my deputy chief at the time we sat down we looked at it and me and him had the same kind of thing he was like damn i um Damn, I just wish somebody, I wish the guy who was talking, whoever, one of those people, the fire lady, whoever, it was a bunch, it was people there. I just wish they would have rushed the cops. And that's what we're saying to each other. Two cops in full uniform. I'm a captain. He's a deputy chief. It it, it ain't much higher rank than that. We're sitting there Uh saying, damn, I wish they would have rushed the cops. And that was my, my feeling in the moment. But then, you know, he went home and I went back into my patrol and I'm riding around the car and I'm thinking like, damn. Had they had they had they rushed the had they rushed the cops right and save and save the, cops, the, the onlookers yeah that, the onlookers um, the, the witnesses okay, the, the people okay. that were recording had they rushed the cops uh-huh. in and, and and was able to get um dickhead dickhead off his off the guy off of Mr Floyd's neck if they were if right. they were able to do that now what um well I feel like if they were able to get him off. Um, Mr. Floyd's neck, there would have been more than one killing. That Honestly. that that's 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 possible. I mean, and that and that's the and that's the worst case scenario. So let's just say that's the worst case scenario. So let's say mm-hmm. they get him off. They get him off his neck. Nobody gets killed. Mr. Floyd doesn't get killed. Now what changes? Um, that incident goes by the wayside and. And, and and we the keep cops don't get charged. right, and we keep moving forward. Now, now those four those four guys are able to either do nothing when someone needs help, or they're able to hurt the next person. Mm-hmm. So when I sat thinking about, it, I'm like, damn. Sometimes I guess sometimes for change there has to be there has to be a sacrifice. Some casualties. Yeah, right. it's it's bad. It's bad. Like I don't I don't I don't want it to be that way, but. The only thing that would have happened, the fire, the firewoman, she'd have jumped in. She would have lost her job. Um, the guy, the guy who you know who was calling the cops a bum, a bum. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. would have been cased up and, right. and and possibly lost his job or 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 went to jail. Mister Floyd would have went to jail, and those four fucking cops would still be doing the shit that they did that day. So, so I mean, that's a, that's another way to look at it. Yeah. So um, when I when I thought about I it, it that way, I was like, "Damn, I, I'm actually I'm happy, not happy, but I, I'm just you know I'm glad that they j- just did what they thought they could do. All they thought they could do, they thought all they could do was document what was happening. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for. I'm thankful that they did. And we all should be thankful that I, they did. Right. I pray for the young girl, the young seventeen year old who recorded the video. Um, I pray that she, you know, is forever protected 
And it doesn't get worse than what it is now because, you know, there's things coming out about her where she doesn't want to go outside. She doesn't want to live. You know, she's sad because everyone is saying, why didn't the person recording jump in? Or why didn't... It it wasn't her space. She wasn't supposed to jump in. Right. Um, right. if people people have all these faiths and, and these beliefs and everything happens when and where it's supposed to happen. She did what, exactly what she was supposed to do. Everybody there, right. everybody there, even even the, the dickhead cops, everybody there did what their role was for for whatever whatever is to come of this. Make sense what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, I, I initially felt the same way. Like, damn, I just wish they would have just pushed them, push, push one of them. Uh, but then what? So, so then, if if they would have pushed one, and, and God forbid, whoever jumped in would have got would have gotten killed. It would have been just a justified murder of another person. Um, mm-hmm. Mr. Floyd Pop may have still died. Like, who 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 knows what have what what would have happened they they couldn't do right. they didn't feel like they could have done more than what they did and i like all of them to know that they did enough now it's now it's up to us to do the rest and them i mean mm-hmm. they can they can do some they can do some things like killer mike said um bully them at the at the polls and 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 that's dope because everybody was so concerned with um the officers being charged, but does it end there? That's not enough. They got to be convicted now. So now, now that's right. another right. hill you got to climb. Um, that's another hill you got to climb. So I don't know, man. It's 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 heavy. It, it's it's heavy, and it's heavy it's for heavy. yeah. It, it's heavy in so many ways f- for for me. Um, one because I I didn't like what I saw there. Like I I I. It was terrible. Like the shit's crazy. Like I can't even understand it. Like I said to this day, I can't understand what the goal was, mm-hmm. other than murder. If it wasn't to kill him, I don't know what they were trying to do. Um, but at the same time, now the in, the entire law enforcement community has to every day answer for what those four guys did. And when I say what those four guys did, because doing nothing to me was worse than 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 being on the, on the guy's neck, because any one of those guys could have stopped it at any point. Um, so either either me. either they were scared of uh-huh. either they was uh, intimidated, stupid, or I, I I don't know. But whatever whatever it was, you don't need you don't need this job. And you don't need to be walking. Right. Around, you don't need to be walking around amongst the free people. You need. To, you need. You need some. You need to sit. Yeah, you need to sit in and for a few decades and right. see and and rethink this. Rethink what happened there. Man, um, I mean, I think I think about you and all the rest of my friends. <clears throat> excuse me. That um, is in law enforcement. Because, you know, when you're going outside and you don't have your uniform on, you're just a black man. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. 
And then when you go outside and you put your uniform on, you are a cop. And then not only that, you're a black cop. So, like, it just seemed like for so many different angles, um, you're met with some sort of resistance and backlash. And I, I don't know. I just, I, I get so constantly. uncomfortable. Like, oh, my God. It's constantly public enemy number one. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. You, you, every everybody plays a role. This is the role that um that uh, that we chose. So, so we accept it. I, 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 like I said, but my 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 biggest problem is when I have to answer for someone who I don't respect for doing something that I don't respect, but because. We had the same clothes on. We have the, we wear the same clothes at work. I have to answer for, you know, what the fuck they were doing out there, and, and I don't agree with it. So, but this is this is a, this is an easy one because there's nothing else I need to see. Like I, I'm, there's nothing else I need to see to have an opinion on it. I I know what, what I mean? saw. I, I don't need to see anything else. Oh, okay. I, I I saw a murder, mm-hmm. and right, I'm sure the rest right. of the country saw a murder. I don't know how how it's going to come out. I don't know how it's going to wash in um in courts. That's a whole other animal that needs to be fought. Um I don't know. I don't do you know. think do you think this has um put like a fire under the black and brown law enforcement officers? <clears throat> Excuse me. Like to make sure cuz I know that there are stories where people are not speaking up do you think that seeing this excuse me in a response and knowing that as a whole there needs to be some sort of change do you think that now people will speak up more or feel more comfortable with speaking up more if they see something that's not just i hope i hope so um i hope so again again i don't want to say these things can't happen where i am but these type of things don't happen where I where I work or haven't happened where I work. So, but I, I just don't see anyone letting any bullshit happen, man. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm sure there's some people that are. I don't know. Like it's it's, it's hard it's hard to explain because you never know the character, the true true character of a person. Mm-hmm. But but the. The men and women I work with, I, I don't, I, I don't see anybody who would just allow you to, to do that. That shit right there is is a whole different. That's like an anomaly. That like that's like a thing in itself. Like that is the perfect storm again of 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 shit. Like I don't, I can't. Like I said, I don't understand what, what law enforcement goal they were trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. Nickelodeon had um, a nine-minute um, breathing commercial. It was just like a black screen, and you just heard someone breathing. For nine, for nine minutes? minutes? For nine minutes. Um, you know, this is Nickelodeon. Right. And just hearing the breathing for a minute means uncomfortable. Like, this is wrong. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, well, I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of 
how long nine minutes is, like how long this knee was on this man's neck. Okay, so let me just listen again for two minutes and then three minutes. And then I'm just I'm frustrated, like this fucking, like this is stupid. Like I'm three minutes in and this is already long. Yeah. Nine minutes. And that's and that's the thing. I I don't understand what was happening. Like I, I I don't understand what was happening. There is there is no. I don't know who. But I, I would love to hear it. I would love to hear someone explain what objective was trying to be reached. I I I, I don't other than murder. Like I don't know. What, right, right. Yeah, I don't know what else you could have been trying to do. Like I said, like no one reassess the situation no one stepped back and said all right let's try to put him in the car now because I, I i don't un, like you get what i'm saying like if if, if you're trying to take him to the the precinct or wherever you wherever you process so because it's over he's in handcuffs so clearly he's under arrest so the next step is the processing so if you're trying to get to a place where you process an individual who's trying to who's trying to get him in the car who's trying to transport him like nobody was moving Right. It said the Asian guy is his brother. You said what? I don't know. The the Asian officer is whose brother? That was out there. It is what is his name? Chauvin, the guy that had his knee on George Floyd's neck. Is his brother? brother in law. Mm-hmm. Like he's married um to the Asian guy's sister. Is that the lady that left the guy immediately? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't. I didn't hear. That yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't hear that. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that one. But um, even still, so, so that that so if that's your brother, then save that dumb motherfucker from himself. But again, I don't want to change anything. I don't want to change anything that that happened. I, right, I mean, what happened right. is what was supposed to happen. But you, you don't let your you don't let you don't let your brother drive off a cliff if the, if the road's closed you say yo the road's closed you get what I'm saying so I don't which makes me yeah which makes me feel like you know that was something that you know wasn't new what do you say to the people <clears throat> what do you say to the people who stated that EMT wasn't EMT like those were cops have you heard that like that wasn't no, EMT I, I didn't okay. I didn't hear I, I didn't hear that conspiracy theory so so yeah. they weren't EMTs they were no, they were an EMT. Um, they actually had guns on them, and they were police officers. And they knew that you know Mr. Floyd was gone right then and there. And um, you know it, they didn't take him to the hospital. Some shit like that. It's a conspiracy, oh. and you know I. You, you know my only I can't problem. Say conspiracy theories. You know my only problem with with conspiracies. And, and, and not and not with believing them, but just with, with conspiracies, it requires so much of a coordinated effort. Energy. No, of a coordinated <laughs> oh, okay. effort. Like everybody has to be on point. Like so, unless they had mm-hmm. two cops, or, I don't know how many EMTs came because that 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 I didn't even look at them. I didn't even look at them because I was just lost at what was going on. But I don't know how many EMTs came. But say if it was two or three EMTs or or mm-hmm. alleged EMTs, either they had them, they had to be already riding around in the EMT uniform in the ambulance waiting for a police murder to happen to come scoop a body up, or they had to 
<laughs> send cops to get uniforms to dress as EMTs to get an ambulance from somewhere to now right. come and and nobody had to know these cops so because the chief if it was a if it was one of his men um, I'm sure he would be like oh that's um James what the fuck's he doing in the EMT? Like, it's got to be such a coordinated effort. I'm, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I just never, I didn't hear any conspiracy theories about it yet. And I'm, I'm kind of happy I didn't. Because yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to deflect from anything. I, I just want it to be what it right. is. Like I want, I want right. this, this uh, district attorney or the guy that's going to prosecute the case. I, I want him to have the time to get everything together, get all his, eggs and ducks in a row so he can get the get the result that is needed because it, with like I said without a conviction like I didn't I, without a conviction I, I don't I don't understand what, I don't understand what 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 could be the result other than the conviction but stranger things have happened mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. historically stranger things have happened so so what is your advice? What do, what if you had to give a game plan or, you know, people that's listening, what would you tell the listeners, whether it's law enforcement or just, you know, our community as a whole? Like, what do you think we should do from here? I b- be fair. That's it. If everybody's fair to one another, just be fair. And and, and then nothing, nothing like this will happen. If, if you know, if you're a cop and you know that you know when you're going too far, you know you know when when the crime doesn't. Uh, you're not the judge and jury. Like you, you you use the force necessary to get home to your family. You use the force necessary to affect the arrest. All the other personal shit is out, and and we are all human, so we can all lose it. We can all lose it, but but that's why it's it's. It's good to be two, three, four cops. Somebody has to have a clear mind and be like, yo, all right, that's it. Yo, mm-hmm. I, I, he, he's in custody or she's in custody. All right, that's it. Let's go. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like, you, you're going you're gonna to be disrespected, unfortunately. You're going to be spit on, unfortunately. I'm not saying that it's something I want to deal with, but I, but I know it can happen. So, you know, that, that's it. It's it's rough, man. This this is. I don't know how long. I don't know how long policing is going to last um, without without major change. And then mm-hmm. with with major change, I don't know how many people are still going to be signing up for the Ooh. job. Like, what like, does that mean for us? Like, I don't know. I, like, city, you, when you like, when you when you hear it, when you hear those the, those who are anti-cop, mm-hmm. you know, people are able to police themselves. I mean, that's 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 what I get from most of the conversations. Like, you feel that you can police yourself. So, and maybe maybe you can. Um, there's there's clearly something wrong with the system in America, the way it's structured, um, and it, mm-hmm. it is not just with policing it's it's with the judicial system it's it's what what happens right. when you go to court um right. you know sweetheart deals for certain races uh and then 
you know, you throw the book at other races. So like, like Meek, Meek, Meek went to jail for the Willies. I mean, I know he, there was an underlining offense, but come the fuck on, right. please. Like, what are we doing here? But it, it, it's got to, it's got to, I don't know how to overhaul, overhaul the system, overhaul the system. Like, like I said, like, I don't know if our kids based on these events would even ever consider being a cop. Like I, I would, if my daughter was older right now, I'd tell you straight up, like, nah, this ain't it, because this shit is dangerous. It's, it's, it's just, it's just a, it's just a dangerous job. It's dangerous to do your job, um, and then it's shit can happen because you're human. Like you can make a mistake, and that mistake can cost you your freedom. Right. So it's like, I mean, it's a prestigious career if it's if it's done if it's done correctly, but at what cost? Like, is it really worth? Is it really worth it? I, I can't. I can't answer. Like, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. I don't know how long this this field is going to last. And then, and then you got the other things like where, you know, cops are making less and less money. Um. More and more scrutinized, and and scrutiny is is needed. But the problem is when you scrutinize someone who's who's living who's living the job correctly who's who's on the up and up that shit becomes tiresome every day mm-hmm. so it's like I, I i don't know i don't know how long i don't know how long it's gonna last um i think that although it's gonna take a, it's gonna take a very long time that's why i think that we need to come together and um be more structured and play chess and not checkers and really focus on our strategy for the long haul. Um, we need more people in law enforcement. We need more people in the judicial system. We need more doctors. We need more lawyers. You know, as we, we need more of us in these fields. Um, so one, we feel more protected. Two, we know that we can go to someone that understands us, sees us, and hears us. And three, we won't uh, go through the shit that we go through or, and, and when it comes to feeling unjust. Like, we need to be out here. Like, we need to take on these responsibilities and these roles and these jobs. Um, and I think that that would benefit us right. more. Um, whether it's segregated or not, we just need to have, we need to be in all sectors yeah yeah I, I i i and this is going back to what i said like my my town where i work we're not experiencing any protests or anything and and it's a testament to the job that the men and women do because mm-hmm. trust me if 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 we were kneeling on people's necks and and and, and being unjust and unfair the protest would be happening. Like we would be ripe for the picking. It would be the place to protest. But I, I just think it's more so like they're not doing that. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I just think, you know, I think it shows that there are some cops, quite a few doing a, doing a good job. And then there are some cops, quite a few doing a shit job and they need to go. Do you think demographics plays a part in that? Because if 
you know, we're police in our own communities, you know, they're not, they may not see a lot of white officers and have to go through that sort of racism, racism, excuse me, um, or prejudice. Um, so it's really not that much protesting going on where you are because there's more people that look like you opposed to me. There's not a lot of people looking like me. And I think that's probably why a lot of people, are, you know, they're choosing to come to this community to fight against the other race. I'm sure. Do you that, think that plays a part? Yeah, I'm sure that plays a part. I'm, I'm sure that plays a part. And I'm sure that plays a part in the type of policing you receive. Like, you, you kind of know the element when you're from the place. Things, things that may be shocking to another in my town won't be shocking to me because I've been there forever. So, so my level of fear is, is going to be different than your level of fear. So you may feel the need to shoot when I feel the need to slap or, you, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, right, right, right. so, so I, I believe, I believe, um, I believe the police departments should reflect the communities in which they serve. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, those are just words. Like how, how do you, how do you make that happen? Like, I don't, I don't know the makeup of Los Angeles. I'm sure minorities are only 13% of, of the city. Um, I, it could be great. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the makeup is at all, but the, the police department may reflect that. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like when you say, when you say, when you see the cops, there are not many that look like you, your neighbors, are there many that look like you? No. So then that's kind of, <laughs> but like, let me tell like you this though, too. I, I have to be honest with you. Um, if I was to tally up, I've been here, what, like seven years, seven, eight years, and I pray to God that it, it stays this way, but I've been here for a seven, eight years, if I was to tally up how many times I've been pulled over by the police, had an issue with the police here, and compare it to the, some eight years that I've been in New Jersey, I've been pulled over and had more issues back home. Why is that? Like, um, you know, I had this conversation with someone else and they brought up um, because the police are aware of the community having a certain amount of money and don't want any problems or they're not sure who like who we are or the people inside the community like it can be a a millionaire or it can be an athlete or it can be a singer so that's why they are more reluctant to giving us problems I don't know if that's true but why do you think I've had less issues here than in my own community well, I'll, I'll start by saying, what's what's the level of crime in your community now compared to the level of crime in the community in New Jersey that you left? Oh, okay. So the crime is higher. Yeah. So um, so depending where I left. Right. So so depending on that, um, it's it, it's basically where it seems like where more crime happens, there are more interactions with the police because police are more proactive where 
I, I don't where in LA County they might be more reactive depending on what LA County neighborhood they're in. Okay. Understand what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. so it's almost like so it's almost like in in crime filled neighborhoods in New Jersey. Um, you might get more police interaction because the police are trying to prevent crimes from happening. Like, it, okay. it's 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 un, it's unfortunate, but it's almost like you don't you don't know who is who or who's doing what. So if there is a violation, a traffic violation, you stop the car because okay. It may be grandma, and then you can act accordingly with that. Or it may be someone else who are, are looking for an opportunity, and they might be like, nah, you know what? Let me get out of here because the cops on, like, they, I've been stopped too much. Like, I ain't going to take this chance. Let me go. I'll try again tomorrow. So, so it's almost like you inconvenience the law-abiding citizens at times to deter the, the criminal the criminal element who's looking for that opportunity to do some shit make sense okay. yeah it makes sense so yeah so like if you live if you live if you lived in short hills I, I don't know I don't I don't know it for a fact but I don't know how many people are getting stopped in short hills especially if your plate comes back to short hills residents you you're 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 a resident of the town or you're a resident of a town uh in that general vicinity now i'm not going to tell you i'm going to tell you for sure that if you are black and you are in a car that's registered from newark or irvington or 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 east orange or some somewhere else and you're riding around short Mm -hmm. hills the chances of you getting stopped are a thousand times greater than the chances of you being the same person who you are with one of those zip codes attached to your registration you getting stopped Okay. I'm not saying it's. I'm that. not saying it's correct. I'm just saying that's that's a part of the the change that people are looking to make because you may not be doing anything, but if 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 you're really, you know, I don't know, if you're really honest with yourself, you, I mean, what what do you want to do? You want to wait till something happens before they do something? I, I don't know. Like it's it's that's the thing about law enforcement. You're always wrong <laughs> until you're right. And that's, I don't know. You're always wrong. Yeah. You're, you like, you're always wrong. Yeah, not always, but you, you're, you're wrong in the eyes of the public. Like those who okay, don't want to be okay. stopped, you're always going to be wrong mm-hmm. to them because what do you do? Like, all right. So I, I wait until the next car gets stolen, the next house gets broken into, or the next person gets raped before I stop anyone or I see something out of the ordinary or out of the normal. And I investigate it now. Right. Like, how do you I, win? How do you win? I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> and, it's, and and it's, it's not it's not a sympathetic thing. Again, like I'm not looking. I'm just I'm just speaking the truth from both sides because I've been I've been on both sides. Like I've been stopped, mm-hmm. and I've stopped people. So, you know, like when you say you haven't been stopped out there because. It, it may be no crime out there. Like there may be no uptick in, in package thefts. So there's no reason to stop anyone. Mm. We, we're here. Okay. Who the fuck knows what's going on and, and, and you get stopped. I don't know. I'm, okay. <laughs> I, I, I hope I sound fed up because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm just. <laughs> I, I'm no, I get it. Fed I, up. And, and you just, you, you sounded fed up for some time. 
I just I do think that um I, honestly everything that's been going on um it's making me want to come back to my community like it's making me want to be around uh you know people that look like me okay because I don't know maybe it's because I fear that something's going to happen to me because I'm not around my people, but then shit, something happens to me when I'm around people. I don't know. This is just, this is a lie. Yeah. This is a lie. I'm not telling you to move away from your people. What I would recommend is move somewhere where the crime rate is as low as possible and, and, and yeah, just, just live. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, like today I went running and there were two officers, two white officers driving a car. Um, and I'm like, I, I grilled them. Not like, okay, let me take that back. I didn't grill them, but I didn't trust them. Gotcha. And you know, as they were driving past me, I'm like slowing up because I don't know if you, once you get behind me, you're going to say something. And the officer just smiled. He smiled and waved. And I don't know, maybe that was like, how I took it was like, all right, that's reassurance. Like, oh, okay, you good. Like, we're not going to bother you. Then, I don't know, man. Or, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe it was reassurance of, hey, I'm good and I don't have a problem with you. It, it, who knows? Oh, look at you, Connie. Yeah, whatever. I'm just saying, who, who knows? <laughs> like, like, you know. Right. He, maybe it was that. Maybe it was, I'm not one of those white cops. Or I'm not one of those mm-hmm. cops. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. That's it, that's it, the hook. Yeah, it could have been like we got a lot of we got a lot of making up to do. Um, mm-hmm. as a whole, like I, I think I kind of right. went into it as living 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 on my resume. Like you know, like just I ain't do nothing to nobody. Like I didn't do nothing. I never did anything that didn't deserve to happen. Which is why mm-hmm. my barber is still where my barber is, and I still, when I'm not working, I'm in my neighborhood that I work in, just willy nilly, because mm-hmm. I'm not worried about any repercussions of something that I put out into the universe. Um, but but it's like it's like every time something happens, we now have to make up for the actions of those. Um, right. And, and, and it's 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 heavy. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's especially when, when you've been trying to do what's right and you've been doing what's right, and then you you know, this thing happens, and now your your car is is surrounded, and and and, and that's and that's where the anger comes, and that's where my anger comes in. Like these guys who didn't deserve to have the job in the first place have now caused so much other terror all over the country. Like every, every cop, every cop car that's been surrounded and, and, and windows smashed and, and, you know, car rocked and did not necessarily mean there was a bad cop in that car, a bad human in that car. But, but they have to go through that, that had with something that they had nothing to do with. It's 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 almost like it's it's almost like racism. <laughs> you you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's like yeah. you know. Yeah. 
Some some people are racist against black people. Some people are racist against white people. Some people are racist against blue people. And and, and the, fun, the funny thing about the blue people, meaning the cops, I'm only a cop for eight hours a day. And then I go back to being a uh-huh. dad, a husband, and black. a friend, and black. Like So it's like, right. what the fuck? Like, it's... it's, it's I don't know. What is, what is the immediate thing that has to change? Like, in I think, the, I think there needs to be stiffer penalties for abuse of power. I, okay. I, I think more cops need to go to jail. Um, okay. Or, or go to jail more often. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think the faith in the judicial system needs to be reestablished. Um, because we all know of cases where cops should have gone to jail or, or, or we, I don't know what was presented in court. So it's hard to say, but we, we all have our opinions and, mm-hmm. and I don't know if we were on a jury, had we been swayed by something, but we all had seen video of shit where we feel cops should have went to jail and then they didn't go to jail. Right. So it's like you, you hear all the time as a cop, oh, you can kill me and get away with it, and da 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 da. And and, and where I work, I know cops have been fired for nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing. I mean, fired. You know, fired and going to jail is two different things. But I think I think that's what needs to happen now. I think there needs to be stiffer penalties for violations of human rights, of civil rights, um, for abuse of power. I think that. Um, Body cams should be mandatory everywhere on everyone. I know um, mm-hmm. some people may have a problem with that, but if you really look at it the way I'm saying it, what I'm saying is your body cam can save you or it can save right. the person in which you are abusing or you are treating unfairly. So if you're a cop and you're doing what's right, then... You shouldn't have a problem with it. Um, I I think I would. I, my only problem with a body cam is because there there are times where I may say some say something. I may may be a little uh, heavy with the words. I might curse at you or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. it's always with me. It's always a reaction to what you bring. So it's, so it, there has to be some type of understanding. In that, like, because people are going to say things to each other, like nobody wants to be disrespected. Um, and sometimes when you disrespected, you didn't turn disrespect, and then we going back and forth. But still, um, I don't think I, I think this just needs to be uh, an overhaul of, on policies. Um, but like, I think I think more cameras are needed. I think stiffer penalties are needed for violations of people's rights and things like that. I think that might um, curb some of the bullshit, like somebody might be like, you know what? I'm going to let this go. I'm going to be in fucking federal prison for the rest of my life. Maybe that, maybe right. that'll change somebody's thoughts before they get in too deep. I agree. I do think that the system needs to change and it needs to be more um, officers that are penalized when need be. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And it's probably, you know, I believe it's going to happen. I believe New York is reviewing something. Well, let me see. I've seen that. Um, is it like step eight? Um, 
It's called Eight Can't Wait. They're trying to ban chokeholds and strangleholds. Okay. Uh, require de-escalation training. Uh, require warning before shooting. Exhaust all alternatives before shooting. Um, I'm sorry. You said require warning before shooting, and what was this? What was after that? Yeah, require warning before shooting and exhaust all alternatives before shooting. I believe. I believe um, the exhausting of all alternatives is kind of like. I don't know. Like, like, like. Uh, once wait, wait, I don't let me like. Finish, let me finish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, duty to intervene, ban shooting at moving vehicles, establish use of force continuum, require all force be reported. Together, these eight policies can decrease police violence by seventy-two percent. And that's a New York thing. Um, as of right now, yes. It's a New York thing, but they want to make this worldwide thing. Um, the organization is called 8cantwait.org, and this is their campaign zero. Got you. Well, some, some states like New Jersey, some of those things are already in are already in the AG place? guidelines. Yeah, it's already in place. Some of those things okay. are already in place. Um, it's just, uh, you know, people who are not in law enforcement, tend to write these strict wording like mm-hmm. unfortunately in life you don't you don't have an opportunity to do every single thing before you you don't have the time to do every single thing before you get to the next step um i, I just think i just think a stronger review i think some of those policies need to be implemented across the country like i said a lot of those things are already in effect in New Jersey, but I also Uh believe, I also believe that a more strict review of the facts needs to be had. And I believe that when wrongdoing is found, I believe that punishment should be swift Uh and immediate. And I think, I think that Uh would end a, a, a lot of shit. Um, but saying to someone, um, like I don't want to harp on anything because I don't I don't want to. But just to say, warning before, um, before you shoot. Sometimes giving a warning might cause like if a guy's holding a gun on someone else and I warn him, what's to say that he's not going to shoot the person? And then now what? Uh, you get what I'm saying? Right. So you can't have these right. these these boxes. Like that's the thing about policing is it's not a science; it's an art, and everybody's not an artist. Everybody has an opportunity to have the job, so we have we need to have a more strict review of of people's personnel files, maybe by an outside entity. I don't know who that would be. If the feds, I don't mm-hmm. know if the feds have enough time or enough resources to periodically come to a police department and look at everybody's personnel file and see what type of pattern these officers are setting for themselves, because you can kind of anticipate what's going to happen based on what has been happening. Um, right. Maybe, maybe something like that um, would, would help um, more so than saying, Hey, you, you better say, uh, drop the gun before you shoot that shit. Mm-hmm. That's not, that's not going to change. I mean, that'll change some things, I guess, but I ain't gonna change shit. You need, you need more, sh- you need stricter policies. You need, um, 
you need somebody watching, somebody watching, somebody. I agree. Somebody outside to say, "Oh no, this guy is a loose cannon, and he's gonna—he's a day away from falling off the tracks." Right, right. I agree. I agree. So that's that. Hey, did you see? Did you see the thing? Um, the thing in Atlanta with the Atlanta, the four Atlanta cops that got charged with uh, assaulting the assaulting the no. um, the college kids. No. Yeah. When you get a chance, was- when you get a chance, just just look it up. It, it it'll come right up. Just put just put four Atlanta cops charged, and it it it'll, it'll pop right up. Um, but it was four. I believe they all were black. Four black cops. Um. During during one of the protests, they smashed the window and tasered. It look it looks it looks crazy on on video, but it it was just amazing to see how quickly. Um. They were found guilty. <laughs> yeah, like oh, arrested. Okay. Not found guilty, but I'm just being sarcastic. But how quickly they were arrested, fired, and 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 no one no one died. I'm, I'm not saying what they, their actions were correct. That's not what I'm saying because I don't I don't know. Like just based on the video, it looked crazy. Like it looked like mm-hmm. it, it looked like the shit went off the rails. But it, it's just crazy how quickly how quickly things were moved along um, compared to what happened in Minnesota. But that's, it's all, it's all like a reflection of what happened in Minnesota. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like, the, right. it's do like, you think, what, why do you think that it was so much easier or when, you know, the, um, the arrest was faster? Do you think this is, race related it's within the community this is what happens to us as a whole or because police officers are I'm going back to my favorite. I'm going back to my, my, my favorite catchphrase. I, I believe it was the perfect storm. I believe I believe that it was on the back of um the Minnesota thing. So they didn't mm-hmm. want anyone saying you guys are taking too long to charge. You guys are taking too long to arrest. So mm-hmm. and I also mm-hmm. believe that they were black. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I believe I believe it plays a part. Like you, you know, um, I don't know, man. It, it seems it seems like nobody has it harder than than black men and and, and black cops. <laughs> oh man! Right. So, um, again, like I said, I just I just hope um, I hope everything is fair. Um, both in Minnesota and in Atlanta, um. I hope that um no one no one receives more or more than they should in in Atlanta and I hope no one receives less than they should less in Minnesota. Should, right. Right. I agree. I agree. This was great. I'm happy we actually sat, you know, talked sat down and talked about all this. We've been seeing so many comments on social media like where are you guys like right now like more than ever you should be talking on your platform about what's going on we were here we were getting punched in the face at the same time too but we're here right right and that's and that's the thing like in our community i see it the most where we judge how someone processes trauma right like hey you shouldn't be doing it like this or you should overcome this faster or sooner and 
appreciate everyone that's listening. We never left. This no. is always what we do. We're always talking about the injustices or how we can better our community. We're forever working. and But, it's you know, it's expanding. It's bigger than a podcast. This is our life. Um, so we're here. And I also and believe said, we yeah. I also believe we do a better service when when we we've had time to deal with our traumas and then right. bring it to you, tell you what our traumas was, tell you what we've been dealing with, and then give it to you from a, a s- fair space, like a, a a safe mind frame. Um because we're trying to, I'm trying to, we are trying to make sure that everybody listening lives to see another day. And um, I don't want to incite anything, but I I, I, wanna, I don't want to bite my tongue. I'm never going to bite my tongue. I want to be as honest with you people as I can. And that's, sometimes that takes a few days. Listen, I, I figured, I, I'm i just going to be honest. You you want be honest? Nah? Can I be honest? Please, please. Right. Yeah, please. I didn't want to step out before Obama. Cause I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know. I'm going to sleep. What? I I just didn't want. I didn't want to okay, put that ahead. pressure on him, okay. trying to keep up with me and what I say, trying to keep up with this podcast and and and, and, and you know, cause it's it's hard to hold court with us. So I didn't want to put that pressure on, on Obama. I, I got love for the man, so I just wanted to wait until he got his thing out. He did his thing, got uh-huh. his thing out, and now you know we can come and and clean everything up. That's, that's, oh, okay. that's my truth. Like, that's your truth. Yeah, that's your truth. Yeah, yeah, it's my truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to add to your truth um, that people or our listeners and our community have to be um, mindful of the work that we do. Um, and that may mean that at times we're not posting on social media or we don't have the time to actually connect with one another to talk about what's going on because during the darkness, we are the ones out there helping our people. So, you know, if we can get to you um, as soon as we can, trust and believe that's what we're going to do. Um, But, you know, you're, you're there in the physical realm and I'm there on the mental realm. We out here. Like we're working for our community. We are doing, you know, we're doing our job, um, but we will and be some. mindful, right? Doing our job and right, right, right. right. So, with that right, being said, some. I want to say that <laughs> I want to say that um, I love everyone um, who deserves my love, um, and I want to thank everyone for the support. I, I, I like, I'm, I appreciate you looking for us. That means you're aware that we are here and we're making some type of a difference so continue to look for us you know where to find us nah i appreciate you you giving me that much time over there on the left coast i mean i know it's sunny i know i know they're burning down la but it's still sunny over there oh nah it was great we'll we'll talk again thank you guys we love you and we'll talk to you on another episode of no op thank you for listening to no ops podcast We hope you enjoyed our tiny space, but we also hope you'll take two seconds out of your time to subscribe, like, comment, share, tell your friends, tell your community, go to work, let them know all about us. Until then, we'll see you on the next episode.